Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of TR Clubhouse. I am Monica and I have a special guest today. Go for it, girl. Hi everyone, I'm Rena Mamoon. And she is going to be talking to us a little bit more about the Fresh Air Advocates. Okay, cool. So when we were emailing, you kind of brought up the point that this wasn't necessarily a club, but it's more of an association. Do you want to explain maybe by either the main goal of your association as to why it's that way? Yeah, of course. So our main goal is to educate the community through outreach and peer education. Um, and as the Fresh Air Advocates, we are here on campus to provide resources to anyone who expresses their desire to quit smoking. Um, most importantly, we do promote lung health and our smoke-free policy on campus. So as an organization, we are really peer health educators who advocate for our smoke-free policy for other students and faculty. It's mostly as an organization to promote the healthy actions of students and other people on our campus. Awesome. And yeah. then for the club's creation, is this something that's been like a new club or has it been an old club? How long has it been on campus? So this is a pretty old club. I would say it's been around since 2013. Oh, wow. um, and that's when students decided to have their first cigarette butt cleanup, which, mm -hmm. was, which is an event that was held by them. Um, and then it started getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And that's when they started to work under the environmental health and safety department. Oh, okay. Got you. And then how did you specifically learn about this on campus? So I learned about this as an intern. So um, as an organization, we don't necessarily have members. We would have volunteers that would come help us out at, at our events. Mm -hmm. But as an organization, we do allow interns to come and utilize this organization as an internship on campus. Mm -hmm. So I found out as a student who needed an internship, mm -hmm. and it was a requirement for my class. I knew nothing about it, and um, it wasn't really my field of focus, honestly. And then mm -hmm. when I got into it, everything just started to bloom from there and I just loved everything that I did within that organization itself. Beautiful. And why do you feel like it's important to have it on campus and especially what does it give to students? I feel like you kind of touched base on that but I don't know if you wanted to kind of go more either further in depth or wrap it up in a different type of bow. Yeah, so Cal State Fullerton was the first Cal State campus to go smoke-free, mm. and it was passed by the Presidential Directive 18. Um, and then this Directive 18 stated that all interior and exterior areas mm -hmm. that is rented or leased by our university, including buildings, residence halls, parking structures, are all smoke-free. Mm -hmm. Now, in 2017, Directive 18 was changed by the Chancellor's Office Executive Order 1108, which states that all Cal States be will become smoke and tobacco-free. Mm -hmm. So the whole point of our organization, the importance of it, 
is to make sure we are reducing the amount of tobacco use on our university grounds. Mm -hmm. And in order to do so, we create flyers, we create signs that are posted on campus. We create events to promote community engagement. So this is all a way for students to learn how to advocate for other people whether they smoke, whether they are not smoking. Um, it's just a way for students to learn how to be peer health educators in their own style. Mm -hmm. Got you. And then kind of moving away from the questions I had sent to you, because I'm kind of just curious about this. I feel like, and correct me if I'm wrong, um, our kind of generation I feel like we're a lot more obviously educated and open-minded to the fact that cigarettes are pretty dangerous now. It's not like the norm to be doing it like it was, you know, decades ago, but obviously we've kind of now transformed into like the whole vaping thing. From your perspective, um, do you have a lot of people that go to you for that type of help? Because I mean, obviously I'm not around people who really smoke. So to me, I'm, I don't know if it's like yeah. a huge deal, but do you feel like it's gotten easier for people to quit and they're coming for the help? Or do you feel like it's always going to be a struggle because there's something new coming out like vaping? Mm -hmm. Well, you know, it could be 50-50 in both ways. Mm -hmm. So in my experience, every time I would table on campus, there would always be a couple of students who would come to me and mm -hmm. ask for help, whether it's for them, whether it's for their parents, relatives, mm -hmm. or friends. We always have those resources available. So I believe that our tabling and our outreach events could really make a student see our events every mm -hmm. single semester and think, oh, I wonder who these people are for. Let me go check their table out. Mm -hmm. And then they would start to realize what we do and how it could help them. Mm -hmm. So in that sense, I do believe that every single semester and every single year we are up as an organization that brings in more students who are more willing to quit. Mm -hmm. um, now, with the whole idea about vaping and electronic cigarettes, um, the promotion of these products are mainly targeted to young adults and mm -hmm. youth. So it's very hard when there are advertisements out there that are uh, grabbing their attention, mm -hmm. like use these products, but then there are the most reliable sources that are telling them, don't smoke this, don't use this, because it's going to affect you in this way. Mm -hmm. So you are kind of battling these two aspects and how to help them both. Gotcha. Yeah. And then we'll go back to the questions I have posted, but I don't know if you can answer this for mm -hmm. me, because I don't want to like put you like on the spot or anything, but like vaping, yeah. do you know like the proper pros and cons to it? Cause like, I always hear both sides are like, no, it's like the safer alternative. And I hear, I hear people say, no, it's completely not. Like it's the same thing, just in a different, more like, um, blinged out form for people to be mm -hmm. like, oh, it's different. But do you know anything about that that you can educate me on? Cause it's something I completely don't know. And I feel like I can never give an answer to someone. Yeah, definitely. So they do say that a lot of the um, e-cigarettes and vaping is a way to be a healthier alternative, mm -hmm. but it's not proven. 
there's no reliable source that has proven that it's a healthier alternative. Um, they assume that it is because of the products that are in e-cigarettes are not as strong as traditional cigarettes. Mm -hmm. However, being a part of my organization, I've learned a lot of the ingredients that are inside of these, and it's not something that you would want to ingest. Mm -hmm. For instance, it has formaldehyde, it has um, substances that are used for food coloring. Ooh. Yeah, so each uh, e-cigarette equals a certain number of cigarettes. For instance, mm -hmm. if one person is to smoke one Joe pot, that would mean they're smoking an equivalent to 11 cigarettes. Oh. Mm -hmm. And then it goes up and up from there. Mm -hmm. So it's technically not a healthier alternative. It's an easier mm -hmm. alternative than carrying a pack around um, and smoking one cigarette a day. Mm -hmm. If you have an e-cigarette, you are like each puff would equal a pack of cigarettes. Dang, okay. Yeah. Thank you. I've always just wanted to know, and I'm just like, I hear both sides, and I'm like, I don't know who's telling the truth, but I yeah, like, no, no, it's great to know, and it's, it's, yeah. it's like always a question that comes up, especially since a lot of these e-cigarettes and vape juice, they have like all these new flavorings, like bubblegum, yeah. cotton candy, and Skittles, so yeah, I mean, it has nicotine in it, so you're still ingesting that ingredient that is not something healthy for your lungs mm -hmm. do they make any type of like vaping or e-cigarette that's like nicotine free as an alternative for people to kind of mm -hmm. use as just like an oral ingester to get used to that um habit they have so they can then get rid of the nicotine addiction i don't know if that's even a thing yeah, yeah, there is. There's a lot of these resources that we provide, like the Anaheim Regional Medical Center, mm -hmm. um, the American Lung Association. They will give you uh, places to go in order to receive these nicotine-free products. Mm -hmm. So for them to quit, they would give them like a patch to put on their arm. They would give them some nicotine-free gum that mm -hmm. would like give them the sense of the nicotine so mm -hmm. they can like chew on something mm -hmm. something that will help them get rid of the habit of pulling out a cigarette gotcha yeah there's definitely those types of physical resources that they can use gotcha okay and then going back to the questions how can other students get involved because i know like we've kind of made the point that it's not really like another club you guys are more like more of an organization so usually clubs will you know have like during club, or not club fest, um, Discover Fest, they'll have something where there'll be like, oh, our first meeting is going to be this day. And they, they explain like how to join, but how do you guys get people to join and how does that um, process pretty much happen? Yeah. So we always um, recruit interns in the beginning of the semester and we advertise it very early on. Mm -hmm. Now with the whole current situation that we are currently in, our main way of advertising it is through our social media pages. Mm -hmm. So we will post the intern application through there. Um, in the past, we have taken on only about six interns, mm -hmm. but this current semester we've taken on, on about like nine interns. So we've exceeded our limit. Um, now, to gain on students who don't want to intern but who want to volunteer, 
we are always, always posting about our events, mm -hmm. whether it's like our cigarette butt cleanup, whether it's um, tabling event for Ditch Jewel Day, whether it is um, Discover Fest, we always, always let people know and we post it. And if they're interested in volunteering, they would be more than willing to come and volunteer at our table. Nice. And then for um, the internship position, I'm assuming it's like more, um, what is it called? Like you don't get paid. It's more like student credit, right? Exactly. Yeah. So gotcha. it's a non-paid internship. It's more um, for student credit, correct? And then how would they find those applications if, I don't know if they're already open for next semester, is that already happening? So yes, so we redo, um, we reuse our same application. Mm -hmm. um, we just need to open it up and the application will be open around May. So mm -hmm. at the, once the semester ends, um, we're hoping that we would get it out sooner and open it up sooner so we could send a mass email to professors so that they can let their students know. This program is sponsored by Rastaclat. Rastaclat is a bracelet company that focuses on those that inspire, do good for themselves, and do good for others. With a variety of colors, sizes, themes, and sports teams, there's a little something for everyone. Make your style statement by visiting their website at rastaclat.com. And don't forget to use our promo code CSUF20 for 20% off your purchase. Rastaclat, seek the positive. And then do you guys have any like maybe meetings? Because I know you guys aren't necessarily a club. But I don't know if you have any like educational meetings you give out like to the public. Is that a thing you guys do or is it more just event based? So our meetings are usually based for just our interns and mm -hmm. we do check-ins with our interns. Mm -hmm. But one of our plans for this semester was to have workshops. Mm -hmm. um, so where we would have these workshop meeting uh, situations with other students and other departments where we would talk about like e-cigarettes, lung health, um, something that is available for every student out there. Got you. Yeah. Is there any that you guys have that's like a recurring type that happens every semester? Even if like, obviously with this whole situation, it may have like stopped, but maybe something you guys are going to possibly try to push for for next semester? Like our, our, such as our events? Yes. Yeah. So every single semester, whether I'm on board or someone else is on board, um, our main event is the cigarette butt cleanup. So mm -hmm. this is CSUF's biggest outreach event on campus. Mm -hmm. um, and we always have like close to 100 to 200 wow. volunteers. So it does go a long way. Mm -hmm. um, another event that we were planning on participating in was HHD Week. So it's held by the department. Mm -hmm. And our plan was to have a speaker from the American Lung Association come and speak about lung health and the mm -hmm. topics and issues that are happening today. Um, so we will definitely be repeating these every single year and every single semester. And we will be definitely like adding more events such as mm -hmm. tabling, um, cleanups, speech cleanups, something that will get fresher advocates and the team more out there. Perfect. And then for this remaining semester, like we've touched base, a lot of stuff has been getting canceled um, because of obviously physical contact no longer being a possibility. But have you guys 
tried to do any virtual either hangouts or like events or just like messaging? Is that something you're doing? Or are you guys kind of stepping back and giving everyone like kind of a break to figure out what to do next? Yeah, definitely. Um, especially with the whole situation that we are currently in, we would we didn't want to get rid of our internship. We mm-hmm. wanted to keep it up and running, especially for students who needed to complete a requirement. Yeah. Um, and so what we are doing, we are still offering those students to go and complete virtual assignments through their Titanium page. Mm-hmm. So something that's great about our organization is that we have had a titanium page um, for students to complete their assignments. But now we have added more and it's more of them doing their uh, projects at home that are related to our results that we collect on campus, or it's them doing research about articles that are related to the tobacco use and smoke-free policies and lung health. So uh, despite um, having our events canceled, we are still having them do their work, but at home, but through virtual assignments, and they will still be able to meet their hours. Perfect. And then going back to events, do you have maybe an event that you feel like is most memorable to you that you kind of want to like share to the listeners? Yeah, definitely. Um, Our event that is always reoccurring is Cigarette Butt Cleanup, and it's always memorable to me, even though I've been doing it for two semesters now. um, Every single time we do it, it's really, really memorable because you can see how many students and faculty come to the event to Mm -hmm. clean up the campus. Um, whether it's during their lunchtime or their free time, they are always willing to just help and make the campus a cleaner and healthier environment. So seeing the amount of volunteers that come each time is just really like a great experience to witness. Perfect. And then do you guys have any like socials or like maybe like an IG or like a Twitter that you kind yeah, of work from right now? Yeah, so we have our Instagram account. Mm-hmm. And so let me just pull that up. So our Instagram is CSUF mm-hmm. underscore FAA. And then we also have a Facebook. It's just the Fresher Advocates. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. So I would definitely try and check those out, even if you don't have um, mm-hmm. an Instagram, because our pages are public. So it'd be a great way to like get a hold of those mm-hmm. applications. Perfect. And then really quick, going back to just um, like the like application process for like interns and stuff, um, I guess for anyone who might just be interested, who maybe is looking for an internship, what is something an intern would be doing like on a regular basis? Like kind of you just want to give it like a detailed description in a way, not a detailed description, like a job description, I guess, um, for anyone who's maybe interested in this specific internship, because I know Um, A lot of people might be coming seniors and they need to get that credit. So what would be like a typical day within an intern? Yeah. So a typical day for an intern is teaching them how to go out on their walks and approaching students and faculty who are smoking. Mm -hmm. So that is um, our main component as an internship is teaching our interns to gain the confidence to go out there and like advocate 
in person. Mm -hmm. So it's not only behind the desk kind of work, it's also a physical job. So in order to have our interns go out there and approach people, we train them through verbal judo training. So this was um, a training that was given to us by our campus police. Mm -hmm. And it's a way to approach people by de-escalating any type of any type of situation. Okay. Um, yeah. So it's a great way that we have learned ourselves, and then I'm currently teaching it to the interns, um, and it develops their confidence and it gives them practice, and then they go out on their walks and they mm -hmm. approach those people who are smoking, and then they would take down the results, whether it's gender, the type of product they are using what time they're using it and where on mm -hmm. campus. Um, and once they write down those results, we bring back those results back to the office and they input it into the software called SPSS. So it's a great way where they are doing research. Mm -hmm. They are approaching people. They are interacting people during, with, like, during our events. Um, and also, they are getting a really important aspect of research in this internship, mm -hmm. something that they can utilize in their future career, careers or future experiences. Nice. I love that. Yeah. Okay. And then for kind of like the remaining, I guess we used to call them like the fun questions. <laughs> um, we already asked pretty much what was your most memorable moment, but I guess we asked them more on the, your most memorable event. So do you have a different memorable moment, like within your whole time in the organization? Yeah, I would definitely <laughs> say that my most memorable moment, hmm, I would say it would be Discover Fest. Mm -hmm. um, Discover Fest is really something that is, I've learned that is something important to me because it's a time where we showcase our organization to incoming students, mm -hmm. especially those who um, are starting off at CSUF as a freshman. And we've been getting a lot more students during Discover Fest who need the resources that we provide. Mm -hmm. such as resources to quit quit smoking whether it's for a family or friends mm -hmm. um and every time you know it might seem like a repetition for us but every time when it comes to discover fest and we receive that one student it reminds me why i'm doing what i'm doing mm -hmm. why i'm there so it's it's just a great experience to be a part of yeah awesome yeah <laughs> And then the last fun question would be, um, what would you do with a limited funding? Here's Ooh. one of the last questions. I have one more after that. I forgot. Oh my gosh. With unlimited funding? Yeah. Is there one either event or I don't know, some type of thing that you would want to bring or buy that you feel yeah. like would just super help? Yeah, I would, with unlimited funding, oh my gosh, I have like so many ideas. <laughs> I would hold so many events, uh -huh. um, you know, and then I would also have um, maybe more of like a resource that we could provide on campus 
maybe something that's a part of the health center or something that's a part of the department where students can check in and receive these resources if we are not tabling for an event. Mm -hmm. um, just, just like have more out there, like resources, uh, giveaways, events that get more students involved because mm -hmm. events do cost money and there's only so much that we have as an organization. Yeah. Interested in the film and television industry? How about the music, public relations, travel, and tourism industries? Then join Entertainment and Tourism Club, also known as ETC. With ETC, you'll get the opportunity to network with industry professionals, attend TV tapings and company tours, get the opportunity to work award shows, and so much more. You can find out more on our website at etccsuf.org or follow us on social media at etccsuf. And then... For your organization, do you guys have like an actual place within the campus building that you guys can like hang out and other people can come in or is it mainly just an office space for like interns and you guys? So where we work, it's an office space mm -hmm. and we work under the Environmental Health and Safety Department. Mm -hmm. So thanks to our department, they help us out with a lot of our events. Mm -hmm. um, and that's where our interns would meet, it would be mm -hmm. under that department. Now, if anyone were to come to visit us, they are more than welcome to come to that apartment. Mm -hmm. uh, not apartment, department. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, they are more than willing to come to that department and um, check us out and ask us any questions. We don't necessarily have an individual office separate, yeah. um, but it would necessarily be under the Environmental Health and Safety Department. Okay, well then hopefully that's something hopefully next semester if people have like a quick question i guess they can come to you guys real quick yeah okay but if anything if anyone has any other questions um virtually they can reach us through email so mm -hmm. if it's okay if i provide that email oh, right go now. For it. yeah so our email is let me go ahead and pull that up it's c-s-u-f-f-a-a at gmail.com so that would be the best way to reach us if you guys have any resources that you need or any questions about our organization got you okay and then the one of the last fun quote-unquote questions is going to be what celebrity would you want to represent your club anyone literally anyone oh my gosh i know That's so hard. for example i know um the first episode we did of tier clubhouse we just did it on titan radio as like a whole and it was me, Landy, and Ariba, and we were just like, oh my God, like it's so endless, but like who, I guess, embodies the personality of us. So we thought Tyler, the creator, just because he's like crazy, but he's like crazy artistic um, and he never says no to an idea. I feel like his mind's always doing like the next big thing he wants to do, not just because yeah. he has to do, and obviously music, so... <laughs> Yeah, the one celeb that I know who always represents like the American Lung Association is Chantal Van Santen. She's an American model mm -hmm. um, and she was in like Teen Vogue and Seventeen and she's always, always like fighting the battles with other people about lung health mm -hmm. and it's great because she really brings out the spotlight in these type of issues. So I feel like if she were to be a part of our club and like come to our campus, it would be amazing because mm -hmm. I would be like the first time our organization ever received a uh, celeb. 
Right. And I feel like, especially with hair platform, I feel like that's just the one thing every model does is smoke. Yeah, exactly. And it's, um, mm -hmm. it's really hard to battle the norm. So I feel like as a celeb who is really advocating for the opposite of that, um, it's a great thing to see. Got you. Okay. Awesome. Yeah. And then for a second part of our interview, I kind of want to interview, I guess, you in general. So Uh I'm just going to ask you some questions um, about yourself, about you being a student, so on and so forth, so then the listeners can kind of get a better feel for who you are. But one of the first questions is, what is your major? My major is public health. Oh, perfect. There you go. (laughs) (laughs) And then what year are you? So I'm currently a fourth year, mm-hmm. um, and I will be on campus for another, let me see, I'll be graduating spring 21, mm-hmm. so until then, yeah, oh, so that's when I graduate. <laughs> and then why did you pick CSUF? Oh gosh, the funny thing is um, when I graduated high school, college wasn't necessarily on my list of Mm -hmm. places to go um but I applied and I remember when I got into CSUF I did an orientation and I was like oh wow this campus is so pretty and it's so big Mm -hmm. um so (laughs) I enjoyed it and now I love it like I love every single thing about our campus and it's not as big as it as I thought it was, yeah. but it's a pretty big campus and um, it's great with all its resources and everything. Perfect. And then yeah. for you, did you go straight from, like, did you go to community college first or you went straight to CSUF? No, I went straight to CSUF. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. So you have a better idea of like everything that works around. Cause that's what I've yeah. noticed, like between a transfer and a, someone who's just gone straight into it as much as I would have appreciated going to it I obviously couldn't just because financial yeah but then like I guess the upside for sure for people who do go straight after high school is like you always kind of know a lot more of what's just happening on campus and like the organizations yeah like you have more time to know like the ins and outs yeah yeah and then during this quarantine I don't know if you've learned a new um hobby or anything or if maybe it's just something that you've always done and then now you have more time for it but do you have any interesting facts or maybe a hobby of yours you would like to share yeah I mean even before like this whole um situation that we were in I was I love fitness so (laughs) yeah so as a public health student um like anything that revolves around healthcare, whether it's taking care of yourself um, or just like skincare or like anything mm-hmm. I love learning about. Um, so yeah, I was crazy about fitness and going to the gym. So something that I am implementing is creating a new fitness website for myself Ooh. and sharing it. Yeah. I really want to start doing that right now since like I'm mm-hmm. home. Um, but that is something that I really want to get going um so I'll be sharing that like on my social media pages Mm -hmm. just doing something that like I'm passionate about in my free time awesome would it be more of like a website where you just post like kind of like articles or like facts on how to do stuff or is it more like um video YouTube based 
So I found out that on the website that I'm going to have the ability to post like YouTube videos. Nice. Um, so like workout videos, any tips. Um, probably I'll start learning about how to create a specific like um, meal prep plan that's mm -hmm. situated for everyone's needs. Um, and just some like facts of the day. So I'm able to blog, post YouTube videos, workout videos and tips all on this website. So it'd be great. Nice. Um, yeah. Do you have any ideas of what you're going to name it in case by the time, because this episode will also be archived on um, titanradio.org. So then future yeah. semesters, people can still go back. And I feel like this information will still stay relatively the same, but yeah. I don't know, by then maybe you would have already made it. So do you have any <laughs> names that you feel like are going to stick that hopefully by then people can look you up on? Yeah. So I named it um, as Rena's fitness journey mm -hmm. um and my social media page I don't really mind sharing it mm -hmm. um it's Rena underscore mamacita so it's r-e-n-a underscore m-a-m-a-c-i-t-a -A -A. um and I'll be sharing my website on there and everything and so hopefully in the future it will become something <laughs> that people will really utilize I feel like if anything, you still have the summer that's about to come. So hopefully you'll be exactly. a lot more busier. And I don't know about you if like you're going to still be working or if you do like um, also this type of leadership still during the summer. But if it's if yeah. how things are going, it still says it is still stays the same. I feel like you probably will have a bit more time, especially with school being done. Yeah, exactly. It will give me time to like implement new ideas with my organizations and just like new hobbies for me to do at home. Mm -hmm. And then for you, since you're your staff position, correct? At the mm -hmm. organization, do you yeah. still work during the summer? Yeah, so we still work during the summer, but we're working from home. So everything we do is just um, creating new flyers, like like putting new posts on our website and all, all of that. Um, if we were to be in person, usually over summer, we would clean up our campus. We would make sure our signs are posted all over campus and all of that. Is that the same for, like, do you guys still have internship um, positions for the summer or is it mainly just fall and spring? So we mainly just do it fall and spring. Mm -hmm. gotcha. mm -hmm. Okay. And then those are pretty much all the questions I have for you, but it is Earth Week. So I don't know if there's anything else that you guys are doing or that you want to plug during this time. Yeah, usually during this week, during Earth Week, we would always have our cigarette butt cleanup. Mm -hmm. So this is mainly a week where we are going to be posting a lot on our social media page mm -hmm. about facts, about how to um, be a part of Earth Week, but do it virtually. Mm -hmm. So there's a lot of like, zoom panels that you can be a part of a lot of lecturers are having like zoom meetings during earth week so if you really do feel passionate about earth week it would be a great way to connect mm -hmm. um, and we will be sharing all of those information on our social media pages perfect i know since it's like it's also what calm week and all that other stuff is there any yeah. certain panel that's going on this week that you're really interested in or you feel like you should you want to advertise and make sure that people um like go see it because I know I need to start catching up on all these panels that are going on I just keep forgetting because obviously I'm at home yeah yeah let me go ahead and pull it up mm -hmm. so I can get the exact name of it 
So one panel would be, let me go ahead and see. So today their sustainability is having um, a virtual Earth Week and they will be having um, a panel called Social Media Eco Challenge and Home Composting. So mm. it'd be really great to be a part of that. And also on Wednesday, which is tomorrow, they are having a Zoom mindfulness session. So that's really cool. Mm. And then they're also advertising a Tidenwell self-care, which is gonna be from two to three. And that is held by um, sustainability and they have a link of that as well. Got you. Okay, perfect. And then since we are towards the end, I don't know if you want to replug any of the socials just in case anyone may have missed it towards the beginning. Yeah, I know of course. You had like the email as well that you added towards the end. I don't know if you want to just combine them all right now. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so our email is csuffaa at gmail.com. And our Instagram page is csuf underscore faa. And our Facebook page would be The Fresh Air Advocates. Awesome. But yeah, thank you so much, you guys, for listening to another episode of TR Clubhouse. If you guys are interested, please check out all those socials and take a part of Earth Week. Um, even if you're not listening to this the week it comes out, hopefully you guys still have something you kind of learned from and you know where you can find help for or maybe someone else you find some help for. But yeah, um, even though we're virtual, there's always help out there with any type of situation. And I hope you guys learn something from this and we will see you guys next week bye bye everyone thank you